Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Trucking Breakfast Club. It is Wednesday, the middle of the week. Um, got a lot of stuff to do today, but I'm glad to be here back with the crew and back with all of you. We got a great topic here today for everyone, so I'm super excited. Henry, good morning. How are you? Man, doing great, doing great. I'm super excited, too. I've been um trying to figure out this Teams thing. You know, I should have been calling Desi because I know he'd be, you know, doing that stuff. But, yeah, just just excited to be here, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Desi, what's up? I'm out here at Peterbilt, you know, handling trucks, um, making stuff happen. That's all. Excited you, to be here. What you got going at Peterbilt? You was at Petra the other day. Now you at Peterbilt? Behind the scenes don't stop, man. I got more than one type. You know, I really don't got no type. Any of them that get money, so. <laughs> you buying a truck or you just getting them looked at? No, nah, you know, I got a Peterbilt. I had to get some stuff done to mine. Got you. Yeah, that's what I'll figure. Okay, then. Cool, cool, cool. Keisha, how's vacation? Girl, um, it is a workation, and I'm having a good time. Um, um, he ain't got no type. He ain't got no type. Your service kind of going in and out, but we we heard what you said. I see you down there on the beach having fun. Girl, I'll be down there next week, so that's exciting. And then Delana, welcome back. Good morning. I know you said you were still out and about. Good morning. Yes, I am. I'm still out and about um, down here getting ready to take the kids um, so we can go jet skiing and parasailing. Y'all pray for me. Lord. <laughs> oh, you going jet skiing? Oh, man. Yes. So, <laughs> y'all pray for me. Lord, have mercy my, my nerves. <laughs> Where y'all at? In Miami? No, we're in Clearwater. Oh, okay, okay. That's I like fun. Clearwater. Exciting. Have fun for me, girl. This weather, this, this Atlanta weather today is not giving what it's supposed to be giving. I was going to take my babies to the pool, and I said, uh, that's not going to happen. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Um, I'm having a pretty good day today. I finally, after we got off Clubhouse Monday, Henry, I finally got off the bed. I ain't going to lie. I laid in until we got off. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I finally got up, got a lot of stuff done. Um, and then, obviously, those still in the corporate world still you know went back to work yesterday got a whole bunch of stuff done so yeah just been really honestly just working we got so like we booked up on the airbnb which is crazy because we just listed one of them the other day the other one <laughs> the other one <laughs> The other one will be listing this week. Got to get the photographer over there, and then we'll be listing that one. And yeah, so it's exciting. Man, that's, that's a big congrats on that because you you launched the the back office, you know, course, which is going great. And then you was able to handle getting those two investments. For handle? Airbnb. I don't know if I handled it. I don't know if I handled it. It looked like you handled it. I mean, you got it booked up. Photography. Ooh. I mean, and we already know your work ethic, so it's getting handled. So, like, yeah, congrats on that. The Good behind job. the scenes, y'all. If y'all can see behind the scenes, I'm gonna get a videographer one day, and I'm gonna start putting some behind the scenes daily little vlogs and stuff together. I might throw it up on the YouTube, so y'all can really see what's going on. Yo, do that. It's, 
Yo, people need to know what it's like being an entrepreneur, but it's dope. And what's oh. also dope too is like you got your family with you. It's you and your husband doing it. Like that's that's real dope. So yeah, I think it'd be be great for people to see that. Yeah, I might do something like that. That sounds like a good idea. Oh my goodness, I wish Bree was here right now. I don't know. I know she had to. I think she had to drop a load this morning, so she might be um, sleeping actually. But today we are finally going to talk about the infamous topic, which is teams. For those who don't know, in the transportation industry, whether you are operating, I mean anything that you're operating. Um, Buses have team drivers and um, obviously semi-trucks, hot shots, and box trucks. Everyone has team drivers and everyone wants to have a team driver. It's like the thing to freaking do. So uh, with a team driver, I mean, you do everything double, essentially. So like while one person is sleeping for their 10 hours, the other person can be driving. Um, You know, most people prefer to have it where it's two individuals that know each other whether it be everybody left us Henry and Desi (laughs) whether it be a husband a wife um siblings um son and daughter um not son and daughter uh son and father you know that's I mean there might be a there might be a a son and daughter team out there they got the same father you know (laughs) that's true brother and sister you never know but but I I realized um you know, teams are definitely a lot of hard work because you're dealing with two personalities, obviously. Sometimes they might not get along, different things like that. Shout out. I do want to give a big shout out while we are talking about teams, which I'm trying to get her up here to talk in a little bit, but she might be resting. Tracy and her husband actually are now team driving. So they just shot out to California and they are promoting everything on their um not promoting, but showing the behind the scenes on their Instagram, which is super dope because every day she just posts little clips, little videos of like um, them out in California on date night on their 34-hour reset, which was super dope. I love that. And then them doing like their truck and scrapbook and all this crazy stuff. So definitely make sure that you guys go and follow them. I have to remember what the Instagram is, but I think it's oh don't give me the line i'll figure it out and let you know but yeah henry have you ever thought about um having a team in your truck have you ever had a team in your truck i mean what do you kind of think about teams i guess are you scared of them (laughs) well i'm not scared of them um i guess the biggest thing like you said is definitely another element because you got to make sure the the people work together and i was actually trying to onboard uh these two guys i was team drivers and they, they seemed like they was going to work out. But, um, you know, just because of the climate, you know, they was I think they were just talking to a lot of people. And it was like, yeah, yeah, we want to get on with you. And I think they found somebody right in the middle of me onboarding them. And I ain't here for them for like a month and a half. So I was like, all right, never mind. And it was they was actually um, brothers and stuff. So I was like, you know, this should work. They know each other. They want to work with each other. This should be good. But they ghosted me. And then they started calling a month and a half later. And then it was just like, uh... I don't know. I, I was kind of leery of him after that. So I, I just didn't reply to him no more after that. <laughs> I mean, you could tell me that you like, you know, you got another gig and that's cool. But the fact that you just ghosted, I was like, it's going to wind up being another kind of problem at another time. You know, yeah. I don't think it was going to be worth the money to go into that. And I remember when you told me that I was over here like, just do it. Just give him a chance. 
just do it, just see what's gonna happen to you is like, uh uh-uh. uh, I can't even risk it. Like, I can't even I don't wanna do that. <laughs> but what's funny though, I did give him a chance, like he came, I was like, Okay, so you know, we'll do A, B, C and D. Did the same thing, ghosted after uh three days. It's so crazy. I can't I, well that's just a part of trucking in itself, but like I think hiring in general, you know. Yeah, like, like when they come back to you on the job and then they be on that high on their high horse or all uh, high and mighty, it's just like, come on, y'all. We all working together, like let's be real, but yeah, that was crazy. Desi. He might be talking to somebody right yeah, now. Yeah, they, they giving him problems over Lakeisha. there. Lakeisha. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, okay, I want to hear about your experience with teams. I know you've actually uh, driven a couple times on special loads with a team. Uh, give us a little bit of your background and uh, advice on this subject, I guess. First of all, I just want to say um, somebody wheeled me out of Peterbilt, man. They done broke my legs, man, with the, the bill. Everybody bosses until they see the invoices, boy. What? They broke your leg with the bill? Good Lord. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so with teams, with teams, it's definitely uh, it's a good concept. Um, it doubles the work. You know, you have double the people, so you get, in, in theory, you get double the pr- productivity meaning the truck shouldn't have to stop for those 10-hour breaks. Ideally, you would like to have it, you know, drop and hook 100%. Realistically, that's not how it works. However, even if you have to stop for, you know, the two, three, four, five, you know, anything over three hours is detention. So if you have your stuff set up right. But in most cases, you get detention over three hours. So if they're there for, um, over three hours, you're still making money. But in reality, if you have everything planned right and scheduled correctly, that truck's going to be, like, really running, for the most part, nonstop. Meaning um, a driver, the average driver does about 2,000, 3,000 miles per week. Um, in most cases, seven days, they might be able to go a little bit more. So just multiply that by two. Then put a number on it, say two fifty, and now you're starting to understand. You know, two fifty, two dollars and fifty cents per mile is what I'm saying, and that's the low end in this this day's market. But I like to go with conservative um, numbers. But when you do the math, you see the amount of revenue you're able to generate, and you see the um, amount of miles and you know productivity you're able to do as well. So that's why I like it. It's also a plan B for me. Like if I have a truck go down so that everybody can continue to eat, you know, in terms of being able to get a check, I'll double up. I have them double up and I just, you know, schedule differently in that I can let them run team runs, which is usually in in most cases I try to do UPS um, or something like, you know, LTL like that, that they could just, you know, really be on the go. Amazon ain't even bad around teams at all because, but it's still, it's real tight windows. And honestly, I like the tight windows with teams because, um, it don't leave time for them to be BSing with each other, like getting in the stuff over petty stuff. It's just dry sleep, dry sleep. That's the cycle. That's the process, you know? So I, um, 
I found success in it. I don't do it all the time because over a period of time, they do need breaks. They do crave independence. But um, if I have, you know, a load comes up for the right amount, I say, hey, we parking one, I'll jump on one, whatever we got to do. I'll jump on with a person, you know, and it's a time to let me see how they drive, how they do a lot of stuff. So it's it's insightful and it's, you know, um, financially beneficial too. So quick spill on teams. I'll be standing by for more questions. <laughs> I was going to ask you, so when you did do your um, specialty freight, I'll call it, the low, the FEMA loads out to Texas and you was riding with one of your um, family members, your truck obviously didn't stop. So how, I guess, does it quicken the time that you get to a place? Or like, if that makes sense? So like, obviously you don't have to take your 10-hour break, but in those type of loads, with the sometimes the EOD is mandated a little bit differently, so I guess y'all just drive everything straight through. Like you'll get to, you'll get from one coast to the other one just faster than one person, obviously. Yeah, we go Cali in two days. We're able to go from Georgia to Cali in two days, and really sometimes under the whole forty-eight, we definitely do it under forty-eight hours, um, in ideal conditions. Um, also, like think about the amount of distance that a solo driver could cover, which is best case scenario, about 600 miles per day. Um, some, some super truckers say they could do a little bit more and, you know, they really pushing it to the limit, testing safety, testing DOT. They're doing a lot of tests, but it can be done. And on, you know, I'm not calling nobody um, a lot that say they do it. Cause I know it can be done, but in the safe ideal manner, um, about 600 per day. So let's just say you get a load from Atlanta to Dallas. That exceeds that amount. You know, like I had a guy ask me the other day, he said, you're going to be able to go from Atlanta to Dallas in one day? I got a team. That's what I told him. He said, correct answer. And this was, you know, a manager, big, you know, high wig and, you know, one of the companies I pulled for. So that's what it lets you do. It lets you do like, say, in a day's time, what it'll take a solo driver two days to do just because, you know, regulations, EOT, hours of service won't let you do it like that um, legally. Okay. Um, what, what, what do you typically look at paying your team drivers? Does it still depend on experience and things like that? Do you do percentage or cent per mile? I ideally, cause I'm dealing, you could do miles, but I ideally do percentage. Um, and the key is, you know, you got to have a lot of miles and, you know, you got to have numbers to do numbers. Um, so I could give them, a, I, I give them a choice, either be miles or a percentage of the load. And either way, it's going to come out about the same. Like, for example, just, you know, deep diving, I do about 30%. Like, say, in real time, I pay the driver anywhere from 25 to 30% and or a flat fee per day. So I give them anywhere from 25 to 30%. Um, I give them that same thing. 30% is real, but that gives them the hustle and they're still generating the um, same revenue. Cause let's just say a low pays $3,000. You know what I mean? That's them. And that's them being able to get that off in a day, you know, 30% of that, which ain't bad. But when you start breaking that down per day, they're eating pretty good. It still comes to about like $600 um, for, for them. I'm paying fuel. You know what I mean? And I always break it down to them like, hey, the truck got to eat. Y'all both eat. And I split it four ways, 25, 25, 25, 25. 
you know. Now I say the truck got to eat too. The truck got to keep rolling. So that's how you explain it. Because they'll look at a number sometimes if you're transparent. You know, a lot of times you lure the lure is you know you lure them with money in that. You say, yeah, this low pays X amount of dollars, but you've also gave away you know your numbers. So you mm-hmm. got to make the numbers make sense. So they won't. I ain't getting a fair shake out of this. Yes, you are. You know, so you got to make it make sense financially, but. Um, if they hustle and they run, now I had a I had a um a team with four there, man, that was the worst team ever, bro. My solo, I had a solo driver, you know, covering more ground than them. So of course I let them go. Okay, so what was the twenty five, twenty five, twenty five, twenty five? You say you split. What's that? Twenty five percent for each driver, basically. You know, twenty five percent for the driver, but I'm still getting fifty. That was high. That was really high. But it was good money involved in that. You know what I mean? It was real good money involved in that particular situation. In most cases, like in recent cases, in normal cases, I just do 30%, which breaks down for 15 15 for 15% for both drivers. And I get the rest, um, you know, to cover the truck expenses and my profit. Gotcha. Okay. Keisha. Yes, yes. I was making a bet of how long it was going to take you to come back to the phone. <laughs> uh, like, why do you call her name like that? Like, <laughs> sound like her mom. <laughs> ask you if you have any experience dispatching teams or even when you were a carrier, you know how teams work. How was it driving as a team in a hot shot with no sleeper in there? Um, give me a little bit about your experience with teams. Um, teams make it easy, dispatching. I mean, seriously, you got one submit in the paperwork. If, if, I mean, if you have teams dispatch, if you're dispatching teams, make make sure you're treating them well because they really absolutely. You gonna have to come to the phone a little bit. Hello. <laughs> I guess she left. <laughs> she hung up on you. She didn't like that. One. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. Let me see if. She, can y'all hear me now? Yes, thank you. Jesus. I said, teams, if um, dispatching teams is golden. And if you're a dispatcher and you have teams, you got to make sure that you're doing everything that they need because realistically they almost don't need you i'm just gonna say that but they do need you in a way so if you have teams consider yourself it's consider your your job cush so you got to make sure you're supplying the back office compliance you got to make sure you're doing everything you need for them okay and how was your experience when you were driving um your hot shot i mean because you said that there were times when you guys would both be driving how was that experience I mean, we were husband and wife, so it was a whole lot of arguing. I don't know if you want that expertise in that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I could understand that. Like, you were in a closed space, which you got, like, 100 square Man, feet, 50 we, square right. feet. Let me tell you something. I used to play sleep every two hours. Like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever gets you through the drive, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you're going to drive, I'm going to go to sleep. That That makes sense, but... So, I mean, but y'all got to do date nights. That's what Tracy does. 
Oh no, I commend Tracy. It's just probably the person I was married to. Could be. Could be. But yeah, so I'm actually preparing to hopefully put a team in my truck. Uh, we'll add another driver. I already have one driver, but add another one. So this has been very exciteful, um, insightful, you know, and I'm excited about that. But I'm kind of nervous because I honestly, just being transparent, I don't have any experience, you know, with having a team and different things like that. So it's a couple things logistics wise that we're still trying to figure out. Um, but I think it would, obviously it does make sense for business, especially if you have people that get along, you know, and different things like that. It definitely makes sense. So I'm excited about that. Um, one thing that I always see is that a lot of the larger companies, when it comes to teams, they do say that, and I, I oh, really wish Brie was on here right now, but they do say that, um, they hire they pay more for teams, obviously. Um, so let me see. I was trying to do some of the research. Um, but I know even like these people are hiring locally for teams for like $27 an hour. So it's just different things like that. But I honestly, Henry, I don't think I'll be able to put up with the attitudes. Like I think I don't I was, know. I was just thinking that people at once. You, you, you know? would have to handle them with soft gloves. Cause I know yes. how, how, how you like to like, hey, we, we need to knock this out, screw your feelings. But you know, if they're out there together for that long, you know, like you got to kind of, you know, work on with kid gloves a little bit. Cause you know, you, it's like a lot of personality stuff. The, the the logistical part of it, I know you'll do great at, especially since the truck is always moving. As long as, you know, the shipper and receiver part is handled correctly, I'm pretty sure it's going to run smooth. Yeah, but that's the, the people part, working with each other is going to be difficult. That's the part that's kind of nerve-wracking is like, um, just from my personal experience, I mean, we were on the phone with the dispatcher yesterday asking them because of what Bree has told us about her history or whatever. You know, we're asking them, okay, so... Should we should we keep our trailer? Should we just let our trailer sit for a minute and then we just do drop and hook? And then there some of the things that they were saying, like I kind of automatically knew off the bat that it wasn't one hundred percent correct. Like far as them saying, you know, it's better with teams to to really have a trailer. But then again, like Desi had mentioned, doing a drop and hook is typically better because they clock, you know, their clock keeps moving. Um. And so it was just like a couple little things like that that had me a little bit leery. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited for the experience. Like, I definitely want to see how it goes, if it makes sense, if it really makes sense um, business-wise. And if it does, then we're going to go from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and it especially might make sense when it's like a long haul kind of thing. Like, yeah. it's not just like, hey, we're just going between these, you know, 800 miles or 500 miles. But when you're doing across the country with the teams, it actually might not be bad for you to have a trailer because, you know, you're just worrying about that one point. But you get across in two days and you're making this lump sum of money, you know, so for me as an owner, long hauls make me nervous. I don't know if anybody else is like that, but long hauls make me super nervous. Like I don't like to have to I don't like to have like I like to get the little owner one day and get it off the next day. Like I don't like to have to be worrying about it like that. Now that, that makes sense. And, um, I guess, uh, the other part too, just depending on your, your network, where your truck is going to be at. So you have reliable, uh, service when something happens. So if you weigh out on the other side of like, 
Um, I don't, I'm in North Carolina. So something happens with the truck in Utah and it's like, man, do I have any resources in Utah? So I know I'm not going to get, you know, taken advantage of, you know, for, for a tire repair or something like that. So that's, that's one reason I actually like kind of like regional stuff. So it's kind of easy to connect with people and find people that you can trust. That's a mobile mechanic and things like that to kind of help you. Um, if, if something does, you know, come up. Yeah, that makes sense. So Prime actually did an article talking about the pros and cons of team driving, which I don't know if I agree with one of these, but it says obviously they can make they can make more money. So the way that big larger companies split the pay based on this article is they split it. They do a per mile split. So if you which, of course, if you think about it, it'll come out to be the same thing. But like reefer drivers are 56 cent per mile split, flatbed 54 per mile split, and then tankers are 57. And then team company drivers earn an extra 26 cent per mile above 3,000 miles. So if they drive more, then they get more. Um, and it's always good to incentivize them to get the more miles and stuff yeah. so they can get move more freight. So that makes exactly. sense. Yep, that's what I was going to say. So they actually said that on average, driving teams log anywhere from 4,500 to 5,000 miles per week. Um, and with this particular company, they see more priority loads. So they get the loads faster <laughs> they get the loads faster than the um solo drivers and then obviously you're not alone so when you have downtime you have somebody to talk to you don't have to worry about finding something to do you got somebody around you all the time and they also said that it's more efficient and secure so like your truck and freight never have to be left unattended which i mean that's not really that important but the drawbacks is pretty much just that you won't have um, the cab all to yourself and you won't have complete control over when you run, which I guess that's that's the part I'm worried about. Right. Because if I have one driver that wants to be out for a month at a time, but the other driver that wants to come home every two weeks, do they have to then go drop that driver off at home or like I don't really I don't really know how that would work. It's like having to deal with two people scheduled. Desi, that's um, that's our new moderator with the Truck and Breakfast Club logo. He's still trying to get his legs together after that invoice. I don't know. He just texted me. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I was just, (laughs) no, I'm rolling now. On to the next. On the Volvo. I got to turn some batteries in. It ain't playing out here. Ain't no playing out here in these streets, man. You got to work, you know? Yep, absolutely. But I don't know if I could, um, like, I'm just trying to think if me and my husband both had our CDLs and planned on driving, like, I don't think I could do it because. That's too much together time. Like, that's just a little bit too much. Henry, would you be able to do that? Well, with me and my wife or just me with somebody Mm -hmm. else? Yep. No, I think think we can do it. I mean, we're always together now. You know, I mean, obviously, there'll there'll be like some kind of disagreement at some time. Like, you know, why you take my, my nachos? Those are for me. You know, you don't oh eat nachos, God. you know, <laughs> but I, you know, I think me and my wife are fine. Like we're, we're a good team together. So I don't, I don't think we would have a problem doing teams, especially when we're focused on the goal. Like, you know, we're here making it happen. So that's, you know, it's really not a big deal. As long as I get sleep, I'm fine. You know, the, the lady has entered the stage. Tracy. 
I didn't even notice that you pulled me up, girl. girl Good morning, everyone. Up. I'm so excited. I'm happy that you're here. <laughs> I'm happy that we're going to have some real life experience this morning. I don't know. What do you guys have going on today on the truck? Um, we're getting a tire changed on the trailer at the TA. But um, before we talk, my Instagram is, guys, everyone in the audience, right there, yes. go to your Instagrams, put it in. It is Truck Star Lifestyle. No special st- spelling, just Truck Star Lifestyle. I love it. I but, love it. Like um, I said, y'all be posting some good stuff. So tell us, how was it when y'all had first got on the road? Uh, <laughs> I was nervous. I made Tyrese drive the first t- the first go round. Um, they have like this sensor in our truck. We have a uh, well, we'll be getting a 2021, but our trainer has a 2020 Freightliner, and they have these sensors. If you you don't even gotta go over the line, you just gotta touch the line, and there's this loud damn noise it make. And um, right now we don't really hit the line, but in the beginning it went off like every five minutes. Oh my god. You was like on that line, huh? Yeah, we, <laughs> me and Tyrese, we a team. We was on the line. <laughs> um, Tyrese, I'm Kelsey, pull Tyrese up so he could feed in if he got something. Cause he where he at? Where he? Let me find him. Um, sleeper birth. Tyrese, where's Jane? I see him. Oh, she pulling you up. You but it might, it might echo since y'all oh, are in yeah, the same. It might echo. It might oh, echo. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I just <laughs> I just wanted to know a little bit about you guys' experience. How has it been, like, driving? I mean, like, they say your truck doesn't stop. Like, how how has that been? I love it. it no, it does not stop. Um, so, um, it's just the only thing that we have, the issue is now when he's up, I'm asleep. When I'm up, he's asleep. So, the only time we really get is the 34. Um, but um, it doesn't stop. And to answer your question um, what the company we went do, if you come in without a teammate, what they do is they give you a list of people that live in, I think, 150 mile radius of you. And uh, you guys interview each other like you interview everybody on your list or even if you get to person three and you like that person. So that way, when you do go to home time, y'all go together. So when you interview them, you let them know, oh, I want to be out for five weeks at a time. And if this person be like, oh, well, I only want to be out for two weeks at a time, then obviously that's not the partner for you. You have to, that's how they do it at the company that we're at. They, you, and you get to interview your driver. They don't just stick you with anybody. And your partner usually lives in a 150-mile radius of you. And whoever has somewhere to park the truck. Oh, okay. Whoever has somewhere mm-hmm. to park the truck, they would drop the other person and they would take the truck. And then they would be responsible to pick back up the other person. So, y'all have a trailer on your truck? Yes, we always have a trailer. And that's another thing. We do uh, 90% drop and hook. And then uh, the other 10% is a live unload or live load. We only have one of those within the last two weeks. And it was hell. It was hell. (laughs) We were there for 22 hours. Whoa, 22 hours. We were there for 22 hours. We was there for about 12 before they canceled our load. And then they turned around and gave us a new load from the same distribution, Walmart distribution produce. I do not like them in Cali. Oh, we was there for 22 hours. That is crazy. Hours. We slept our lives away. 22 hours. We were there for 22 hours. I'm going to keep saying 22 so y'all can get that in your head. 22 hours. 22, 22, 22. That's a lot of detention. Detention, detention. (laughs) Right. That was, that was, that was crazy. Tyrese was like, I, I don't ever want to go back there. I was like, but right now, well, you don't got control of you go back there right now. But uh, 
It was, but it um it was from where was it from? Cali to PA, and it got canceled. So we went to Cali. That we in Illinois now. So did y'all um? What was I finna ask you? Okay, so even though you and Tyrese are married, of course, did y'all set any type of rules when you got in the truck? Like, okay, we're in a smaller space now. We done left the house. Like, it's it's much smaller. Do y'all have any type of, like, rules going on in the truck? <laughs> no, we don't have any rules, per se. Uh, Tyrese did eat my brownie. Um, Henry, I heard you say your wife tried to eat your nachos. <laughs> Tyrese did eat my brownie, and I was very upset. I mean, I have two boxes of them, but I was still upset that he ate one. Um, <laughs> Man, you wouldn't even want to share? Oh, goodness. No, brownies are for me. But, um, no, we did, like, we did have things for, like, when we get our truck, because right now we're still on our trainer's truck. We did say, you know, how we're going to utilize the small space, because our trainer utilizes his truck amazing. So he taught us some little tricks and nicks to use the be- use the best of the space. Is it three people in the truck right now? Yes, there's three people in my truck. What? <laughs> yes, this is one of the only companies that train you together. That's why we went to this company. They train you together. Most companies train you separate and then you come together. Oh, but, yeah, okay. So that, that's actually dope. I like that. The trainer sleeps in the jump seat, but when we like that 22-hour one, he slept on the top bunk. And then, you know, me and Tyrese slept on the bottom bunk. And it's crazy because we're coming from a big bed to this thing. and it's really not that bad with both of us on it. And Tyrese is 6'4", 279 pounds. Um, it really wasn't bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be with both of us on that bed. And I, when I say I slept comfortable, I slept comfortable. But he was lucky because I don't like spooning. And that's all we could do is spoon. So he lucked out. <laughs> he lucked <laughs> luck out. Because I do not like spooning. <laughs> girl oh my gosh okay so but how is that having a third person in the truck though yeah mom we were uh shut up Tyrese. we were um <laughs> we're blessed to have an amazing trainer so it's not bad at all he's our age he's also married uh him and Tyrese have a lot a little bit too much ink i think on common they stress me out on this truck but um, he's awesome. I love him. Like, he's cool. Josh is real cool. So we was lucky to have a good trainer. That helps a lot. How long are you in training? Uh, we have to drive 145 miles apiece. And right now, I want to say I'm probably at, like, almost 70. You mean hours. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We have to drive 140. What I say? I know you blasted through the miles oh, I said miles. Day. Sorry. Oh, yeah, definitely. I meant hours. <laughs> Tyrese, how's it been for you? Trace, mute your phone. Let me mute my phone so Tyrese can talk. How's it been for you, Tyrese? I'm going to tell the truth. It's a living hell. Let me stop. (laughs) 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 Nah, I'm kidding. Uh, Nah, it's pretty good. Uh, As long as she's asleep and I'm driving, it's amazing. Now, how y'all, how y'all, what, y'all, y'all arguing about the radio if y'all both up? Like, what's the... <laughs> she just don't like my driving. So, she's one of those backseat drivers. Oh, you going to stop? Oh, you going to uh, get over right now? Or, like, it's just too much. So, I just close the curtain on her. But, uh, as long as she's asleep, we got an amazing team. But when she's up... I gotta be sleep, and then we'll have an amazing team. 
I mean, you got a system that works. That's the most right. important thing. The system works. Yeah, yeah. No, but for for the most part, it's. I think teams will work because you're not up that much together. So, I think as long as it's like a husband and wife or a brother and sister or, you know, they have some kind of relations, it might be amazing because most of the time the home time is going to be at the same place. They're going to agree on the same location. So you don't have too much to worry about that. And um, that's pretty much it. I think if you're going to do teams, make sure it's a relationship, some kind of relationship, a best friend, a, you know, something like that. So you don't think you'll be able to do it with anybody else? No. No. I mean, that's, that's self-awareness, though. It's good that you know what you're willing to do and, you know, not do Cause you know your your home time and your scheduling and you know trying to deal with somebody new. That would be the tough part. You know what? And I forgot who told me this. They was talking about they had a team situation where the guy pulled a gun out on them. You mm-hmm. know, which was weird because it was like they didn't know each other. Going back to what you were saying, they really didn't know each other. They knowing each other as they're getting on the road. And he said it was like kind of weird because the guy was kind of like on some conspiracy theory kind of stuff. And then it wound yep. up while they three, four days into the trip, the guy drew a gun on him on some like real petty argument kind of thing. And then it was like, yo, and he, he couldn't really leave the truck because he was like, yo, I need to get home. So he got back in the truck with him. But it was just like, man, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like you, you can get a you can get it where they could leave the other partner at a truck stop while he in the bathroom. Like, I don't want to deal with him no more and pull off. Yeah. You know, I heard and those I, <laughs> Yeah, Tyrese, real quick, it's an amazing opportunity for you and your um, spouse to see some great places. Like you, y'all really tour in the country, man. I mean, you don't really have a lot of time to stop and check out the scenery. Um, but like when you're when y'all are able to be up and no longer have the trainer, um, it definitely gives you time to like see like the Golden Gate Bridge and things of that sort, man. You may or may not have ever seen, so it's. It's definitely unique in that, man. It, it definitely is. We like, you know, we take pictures along the way, make scrapbooks for the kids and stuff like that, so they can see what we're doing while we're out here. So it is definitely an amazing experience. Correct. Yeah, that was smart. Take, Who came I, up with that idea? That was smart. Correction. I take the pictures. I told him he needs to be more active. But um, my friend, one of my friends, was like, "Oh, you should make a scrapbook and call it my truck and passport." So that's what we did. Ah, that's dope. That's dope. I take pictures when she wake me up to take the picture. She liar. I was gonna ask. He, he posed for it. That's it. <laughs> so, is it how long? Or what, what's you guys plan for as far as you being in the truck together? Do you plan on doing it long term or end up you one know, year? One year. Yeah, and then she gotta get back home. Oh yeah, that. Makes- Yeah, yeah I got to makes- get back home and master that back office. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Big facts. I was going to ask how it was, um, how is the baby adjusting too? Because I know this is the first time that y'all really all been like, you know, the baby's not on the truck with you and stuff like that. I didn't know how the baby was adjusting. Um, He's actually doing well. In the beginning, it was a little hard for him. 
um, it was my mistake we left while he was sleeping versus me talking to him and stuff because he's only three so I didn't think he would understand but mm-hmm. then my friend was like no he understands so I just wish that's the only thing I would have did different so when we go on our first home time on June 30th I'm going to uh I'm gonna talk to him but he's like he's he's doing better like now he speaks on the video without being sad like he like the first couple of days he would look sad and he would cry it was really hard for me I was I was at orientation ready to turn around but I had to think of the sacrifice I'm making and why I'm making it and giving him a better life. So, but it's good now. Like, he doesn't even stay on the phone. He'd be like, hi, mommy. And then he'd run off and play with his cousins because <laughs> he's one of 18 grandkids. So he's in his glory. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Oh, he's super happy. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Well, yeah, I definitely want to thank you for seeing that I was trying to call you up here <laughs> and coming up here. And I'm so excited for y'all to be out here on this journey. You know, I'm getting my CDO this year, but I don't know if I'm going to be uh, in, in the truck with Daywan's big head tail because I just, <laughs> it, it might not work for me. He already don't like my driving on a regular, in a four-wheeler. I don't like his driving in a four-wheeler. I definitely ain't getting in the truck with him when he's, you know, trying to swing it uh uh-uh, i'm not doing it so yeah commend <laughs> you okay because i would have been in there throwing up and crying well we can stick him and tyrese in the truck and me and you can go in the truck okay period but you know zozo gotta come with me though she gotta yeah, get zozo a car seat, with a car seat. With them. yeah dale to the back come on uh-huh. yes that sounds like <laughs> but- a plan Yes, thank you so much, Tracy and Tyrese, for coming up and sharing your experience. And then, if you want to chime in on anything else, feel free to. I know y'all. I'm gonna be driving. Tyrese can chime in, which he probably won't. But let me tell them my page again. It is Truck Star Lifestyle on Instagram, and there is no special spelling. It's just Truck Star Lifestyle. Yes. Excited. Y'all make sure y'all go follow them. They definitely be putting up some good daily information on teams. Oh, do you guys have any advice on anyone who's looking to put a team in their truck? What advice do you have so far? <laughs> uh, make sure it's someone that knows each other. Don't do strangers. Exactly. Number one goal. Don't do strangers. I mean, we know, you know, we don't agree. Like uh, the first 34, we went in. Y'all know I'm a trans person the first 34 we went in beefing like i had an attitude because i felt like he was doing too much with driving so but we went and got food and that was better but you know everybody is going to have disagreements we're husband and wife and we have disagreements so siblings are going to have disagreements uh father sons are going to everybody's going to have disagreements but um they're all adults so they should be able to just you know work through it because you know they have a goal in mind a goal at hand in my opinion I just, I think it'd be, you it's less risky than doing two strangers, for lack of better words. Yeah, that makes sense, though. That absolutely makes sense. I can see why you would say that, so. For sure. Thank you so much, Henry. Would you like to take a moment and reset the room here? Sure, sure, sure. You're now tuned into the Trucking Breakfast Club, and you know we're on every Monday, Wednesday, Friday between 9 and 11, except on holidays when we may cut it short for an hour. I don't know. Who can tell? We'll let you know the day of. Um, we are recording, so if you feel funny about being on while we're recording, you can hit us up in the job form on one of our DMs, and we'll express those concerns or questions for you so you don't have to be on. And um, we don't do any advertising, so please don't do that. We might cut you off. And as always, be brief, be brilliant, and be gone. Wait, so that's... What you say? Because on Monday... Are you calling me? Are you calling for Covenant? Are you calling for Covenant? 
sir. We're gonna mute her out real quick. Wait, I just think it's funny. It was me looking for y'all on Monday. Oh, you was looking for us on Monday? Yeah, we did. What we did an hour because of the holiday. She said she was looking for us on Monday. Oh yeah, we only did an hour. But yeah, I think it's cool. Um, just some of the stuff that they literally were talking about. Whenever you look up like tips for making team drivers work and different things like that, obviously they talk about developing a system. So whether that's leaving the curtain open and closing it, it's just like little stuff that you don't think about. Um, taking your phone with you, you know, just in case the curtain is closed, you may think somebody back there ain't nobody back there. You've been done drove off and left them. Um, obviously being considerate. So like when the other person is sleeping, putting a headset on, um, or something of that sort, just so that they don't have to listen to the loud noise and all of that stuff. Um, and then obviously, like they stated, making sure that both of you do everything just so that, you know, you don't want to have one person that's quote unquote better than the other person. You want everyone to be an equal. Um, and then obviously communication. But the main thing that I was kind of looking at in here was the thing that Desi is always talking about, which is getting your system together. Um, I think it's funny that even in the little things or what you think is a little thing, which is just, you know, living with somebody on the road, you still have to have a system. Um, but I guess we have a system at home. So it just makes sense to like have a system on a truck. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. What you got Desi? Hey, my ideal situation, and I've seen it, you see these uh, trucks with all the amenity they have that send the cabs on them, and it's a husband and wife. My my retirement plan is to have, like, a wife, and we just travel in the country in this, like, super, it's like an RV. They dang near look like RVs, and they just travel the country. It's luxury, and you're getting paid, and you just pull up on your friends, you know, That'll be my retirement plan to just pull up on people, travel the country, and get paid at the same time, you know. But who knows what trucks will be by the time I retire in 10 years. But um, if they're still the same, I'll get a little bit of that in me. Yeah, that's not, that ain't going to be my retirement plan. I'm not, I don't want to retire on, on no truck unless you could drive it down to, uh, you know, South America somewhere on the beach. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you could go to the Mex- Mexico and the Yucatan. To, to Tulum, your favorite place down there? Whoa, now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think what else. What else ties into th- into um into team driving? I guess, um, Desi. My question, I guess, for you, you would probably have experience with this. Is do you have to get PM done on your truck more often? What's the upkeep like with team drivers? Yeah, you'll it'll it'll be more frequent oil changes. Um, the number is you know every twenty five hundred, every twenty five thousand to thirty thousand miles, you need to get those oil changes. And um, Andre two thousand just informed you need to do um, oil samples um, with that every time he does that. I did not know Andre was an engineer. But Andre, yeah, man. Yeah, he said it when he was up here. Man, you know I don't be listening like that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, man, it's cool in that you'll just get more frequent um, you know, services to your truck, you know, but because they're covering, you know, they're running more. 
I think he was trying to say they're running more miles. So, yeah, that absolutely um, makes a lot of sense. I'm just sitting over here now looking at some different things that are going on in trucking. Um, some interesting things that are happening. Um, Henry, whenever I did want to ask you, I think Desi mentioned something about some good companies and when you're working with teams, have you heard or come across any companies that are typically like better for working with teams or um, anything like that? Um, actually, no, because I was actually talking to Desi about that when that when that team situation came up. So I, I don't have any experience on that. So I can't really speak on that. I know one thing that he was mentioning was one thing that he was mentioning was um, with FedEx whenever he was going to be running the the vaccines with FedEx, I guess that since those were expedited, that was going to be really good. Desi, did you, I don't think you ended up doing, what made you not go with FedEx as far as running the vaccines with the teams? Because I know you had it all together. They have a lot of holes and they had kind of changed with different freight. Um, So they had a lot of like sitting time and that's what you don't want your teams doing. You don't want them just sitting around idle and they'll say, Go to a safe, um, they'll call it a safe, whatever they call it, safe haven, and just wait a day or so before you even deliver the load. I'm like, what are you thinking about, man? That's wrong. We we don't get out like that. And they don't pay you no more. The, the, uh, the miles, the rate per mile was good. It was great. But it didn't make up for having to sit, you know, 10 hours, 12, 12 hours and or a day. It didn't make up for that. So Yeah, that doesn't I, make sense. All right. While we are waiting for Daisy to come back in, if you have any experience with team drivers, if you do any team driving, um, if you, you know, just have any experience, feel free to come up here and share on that. I did want to go ahead and segue into some things that are currently going on in the transportation industry. So I know um, a couple of weeks ago, we actually discussed the I-40 bridge in Memphis that was over the um, that was over the Mississippi. And one thing that I've been seeing is that that bridge will actually be closed indefinitely. So if you guys remember, um, that was costing the transportation industry right at about like $2 million per day. Um, obviously it would have led to a catastrophic event. However, in this case, they decided to close it down for weeks, if not longer because of the damage. Um, so clearly for those who don't know what we're talking about, it's supposed to be expected every, they're saying it's supposed to be inspected every two years. So this was just supposed to be a routine inspection. And then they had an urgent call to 911 that said they need to get people off the bridge immediately. They have since detoured it and it's now costing the transportation industry about 2 million per day. So they are saying that that bridge for those who don't know, um, and it's literally a huge crack in the beam, but that'll be closed indefinitely. So, so how, how is the route now? Cause I, I, I think last time I talked to Bree, she was talking about how the traffic was like crazy over there going towards the bridge. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like I what's mean, the detour looking like? Mind. What'd you say, Andre? Uh, I can actually speak on that because, uh, yeah, go ahead. definitely have personal experience. And, uh, I, the detour is I 55. 
And uh, unfortunately, it, it created such a huge bottleneck that I literally had my driver spent two and a half drive, uh, two and a half hours um, going through Memphis through I-55. And this was during like two o'clock in the morning. So it wasn't even during a rush hour traffic or anything like that. So that I-40 closure that uh, that's, you know, because of the bridge is definitely creating bottlenecks. So for anybody that's uh, going into or going out of Memphis, you know, definitely put that into account. And my only suggestion would be to uh, definitely read up on your hours of service because you can use that exemption for the uh, heavy traffic. So that way, uh, you know, when you're running your logs, uh, you you don't have to, uh, you know, eat up the two and a half hours or two hours or whatever that you're stuck in traffic. So you can still, you know, drive for longer. Just, uh, just you know, a little pointer there. Oh, no, you could, hey, you could actually put that in your logs about the heavy traffic. Oh, man, that's yeah. great. Yeah, so so there is an exemption. That's what I'm saying. You know, you definitely read up on it, and uh, you know, because you have to on ELDs, you have to note it in your logs. So you know, every every ELD is different, but um, there was uh, an exemption. And you know, Kelsey, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, any heavy traffic or uh, uh, heavy uh, weather that you encounter mm-hmm. while you're driving, you can actually mm-hmm. note notate it in your logs and use that exemption. Hey, hey, uh, Aubrey, just to add to that, if you was aware of those issues prior to making that movement, you could not log that. And so based what Kelsey is saying, that that information is out there, mm-hmm. that, that information is made aware of, so you could not use that exemption. The only time That's you can use that exemption happened. Happen. Yeah, yeah, you was already in route, and so happened you ran into traffic or something, then you can use that exemption. If you knew that it was a hurricane or a tornado going on in the area and you decide to drive in that area, you cannot use that exemption. Exemption. You only can use it when you was unaware. Can you argue that you, you weren't aware of that uh, the situation in Memphis with the I-40 uh, bridge closure? I mean, based I on what Chelsea's so. saying, based on what Chelsea's saying, that's something that's been made publicly. Yeah, you know, it's been a new yeah. for a while now. No, fair enough, fair enough. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I mean, we can all just, uh, you know, go, you know, point towards ignorance because, like, not everybody always, you know, sits on the news. You know, for example, a lot of people out there, you know, yeah, from on a, Instagram or on Facebook, they, you know, they don't know anything about it. So, I yeah. tell you this, from a DOT perspective, you don't, that's one route you don't want to climb up on. As uh, soon as they identify that you're ignorant, they would definitely use it to their advantage and knock you over the head with violations. I'm just going to be honest with you, brother. So trying to claim you didn't know is the worst thing to do to a DOT officer or to any type of federal government employee. You get it? Ignorance plays no part to the law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ignorance, yeah, yeah. They use that that part, too. Just ignorance of the law doesn't... Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, my driver got lucky with that level two inspection the other day. <laughs> you could have. I mean, it very well could have happened, but I think just what he's saying... You know, um, have been having been in those shoes before, Andre, with him being, you know, DOT inspector or whatever. Um, He's just saying that sometimes you could probably get away with it. But with stuff like that, when it's been out of the news for a long time, I just don't know what they would say. But it's I mean, you never know. It could, you know, like you said, you got away with it with the level two. So 
Um, you never know. And that was still some good advice, though, for those who don't know. Whenever you do run into heavy storms or you run into an accident or something like that, logging that into your EOD log could definitely help you. So thank you so much for that, Andre. Um, and then Desi mentioned you said something about what was that you said? Hey, Desi? What's up? Hey, just to add with that, when you whenever you guys log in, right, if you was only if you was only in traffic for 30 minutes. All you can act, all you can do is add thirty minutes on your time. Some right. people think that you automatically get the whole, you know, two hours, you know, yeah. but you, that that is that's not the case. Right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That may, I mean, yeah, it's, I think it's like up to up to two hours, right, or something like that. I mean, that's that's by uh by the exemption, right? No, if you was uh if you so happen to got held over for four hours, you can use four hours. They don't oh, have right. no rule okay, on gotcha. that. that. Yeah, yeah, they hours. don't have no. No, no. Two hours is when two hours is one of the things that, like, if you going through uh, if you was going through a situation, uh, whereas you know snow, heavy rain, and all that, right? And so, uh, basically, what the way they wrote it is, <clears throat> the, they're gonna automatically give you the two hours, even if you was aware or unaware, right? They're gonna automatically give you that. But it, it states that you get back the time that you actually got taken away from you as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, thanks for the heads up, man. I appreciate it. Yep, great tip, great tip. Another thing that is happening in trucking news uh, at an Illinois truck facility last night, there were 17 semi-trucks that burned. It happened about 1030, and apparently there were some tanks with diesel that caught fire, so it spread heavily to the other vehicles. It included having to require a hazmat cleanup. They temporarily shut down the roadways all around it. I mean, of course, they put pictures on the fire department's website on Instagram. Um, so that's interesting as well. But yeah, no, that's- but I think I think that um question you was going to ask Andre, what Desi was talking about, oh the oil. Yeah, the maintenance. Oh, yeah, the oil samples when you're doing the oil change. Yeah, um, Andre, Desi mentioned something that you had told him as far as not just doing the PMs, but something you mentioned since you're an engineer, we know, as far as testing the oil. <laughs> what was that conversation you all had? So what you do is you take a little drop of oil and you put it in your tongue and you'll be able to tell if it's good or not. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> you said, you put it where? Uh, I said, wait, you said you put it where? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, there, uh, there's this company called Blackstone, um, oil labs and not to, you know, not to be confused with the, uh, the fitness industry, like protein powder company also with the same name, but, uh, Blackstone oil, um, they, what they, what they do is they actually send you, you know, after go on their website, create an account and they send you free little, um, uh, uh, boxes so you can collect your oil sample, like a tiny little oil sample during your oil change. And what you do is you um, you submit an order, um, and it's thirty dollars, right, for oil sample. Mindful of how much you spend on oil changes, thirty dollars is not that much, right? And what you do is you send out the oil to them, and uh, within two to three weeks, you know, it depends uh, how far you are, because they're in Indiana, uh, for example. I'm in Arizona, so that way, you know, it takes about a week for it to uh, get from from AZ to Indiana. But uh, what they do is they actually run your oil through their, uh, you know, equipment, and they actually give you a full breakdown on, you know, your engine's uh, health status. Oh, wow. So, for example, yeah, it's, honestly, it's the best $30 anybody can spend. I mean, it, 
me personally. It actually saved me, you know, tens of thousands of dollars because uh, one of the oil samples on my truck uh, actually came up with high amounts of uh, lead in it. And for those uh, who know, you know, lead is found inside the uh, bearings. And so the report actually showed, you know, because besides throwing a bunch of numbers your way, because they show you how many particles per million have been found of each thing, like, you know, of the lead, coppers, of the uh, metals, aluminum, so on and so forth. They actually give you a little breakdown report and they tell you like, hey, uh, based on your results, uh, we believe that your engine is actually, uh, you know, wearing out a little too fast. And in my case, they're like, hey, um, it's probably a good idea to actually look at your bearings because um, your uh, your engine's showing, you know, high amounts of, of, of lead and a little copper too. And I'm like, okay, cool. So actually, I took my truck off the road, took it to a shop. We dropped the oil pan, and we popped one of the rod bearings. And lo and behold, you know, they were just almost, you know, out. And that's pretty much an engine overhaul. But the difference is engine overhaul at your uh, at your town with your own mechanic is much, much cheaper than engine overhaul on the road. So needless to say, that oil sample alone was able to save me like tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. Uh, what did you say the name know, of that company was? It's Blackstone Oil. So like I said, there there is other company out there that do like fitness products. So don't get confused with those. Uh, but it's how Blackstone often, Oil Labs. How yeah. often should you get something like that done? In your so that's expertise. another thing. That's the reason why I told Desi because in the other room, Desi asked like how often you have to change your oil. So what you do is, uh, you know, you do your regular oil change and then send out a sample and they'll tell you based on, on your analysis how good your oil is. So maybe you should change your oil often or maybe you should actually change, you know, you can actually prolong your oil usage. So for me personally, um, I used to change my oil at every 15,000 miles. So I was very religious about it. 15, consistency, 15,000 miles, 15,000 miles, 15,000 miles. But after I would send the oil sample, and each and single time, they're like, hey, you know, your oil is pretty good. The viscosity is great. Um, you can actually try running 18,000 miles next time. You can, and now I'm literally up to 22,000 miles on my oil oil changes. Uh, I don't run that long, but at the same time, it takes away my anxiety of oil changes because if my truck is back in, in terminal and it's been about 14,000 miles since my last oil change, I know I have that gap to where I can send my driver out for another one or two round trips and not having to worry about doing an oil change. So um, how often you should do that at every oil change and uh, they will actually tell you uh, if your oil is good enough to prolong it. Uh, another thing you should uh, always keep track of is how much oil you add. Uh, that's very important because if you keep adding oil, if you think about it over time, your oil is just going to be new, right? So you're going to dilute the actual sample. So that's one of the questions they do ask you when you fill out the little form when you submit your order is uh, how much oil you've added. And also they ask you what type of oil it is because, you know, synthetic and non-synthetic oils are different. Um, you know, Rotel is different than Dello, Shell, you know, Shell Dello or Chevron Dello oil. So uh, you, you got to keep track of little information like this to get more accurate samples. Yeah, and just to add on to that, one of the things is like you buying a truck, it's going to be a slow turnaround, like two weeks or so, Andre, two to three weeks before you can get a sample back. So that's not going to give you all the information 
Plus, one of the things they do is they change the oil um, prior to selling it in most cases. So you don't really get the most accurate information unless you catch it, you know, at the right time and situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for uh, it's used this as a as a pre-purchase. Um, you know, I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm sure there's uh, there's local companies uh, in every city that can give you a more rapid result. You know, it's going to cost you a little bit more. Uh, they might give you a more rapid result, but it is it, it's not like those little strips that you can just dip into a water and they'll tell you your pH levels and your calcium levels, so on and so forth. You know, you do need to have an equipment to where you know, you put this oil sample and then you either burn it, you have to put it under certain lights, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that to get the breakdown of, you know, composition of the oil. Um, so I am, I'm still looking for a solution for those who are, you know, interested in using uh, oil sample for pre-purchase, as a pre-purchase, uh, uh, you know, means to check on your, on your uh, you know, engine uh, life. But uh, at this moment in time, it's not really feasible. Besides, like, I don't know about you guys or gals, but anytime I purchase a piece of equipment, um, I try not to waste the time, especially if we negotiate and we come up to a good price. You know, it's right then and there. Um, you know, I don't have two two weeks to wait around because especially right now with how scarce equipment is, mm-hmm. uh, if, you, if you don't, if there, it's a good deal and you don't jump on it, somebody else will. Yeah. And honestly... You know, my my word of advice for anybody who's purchasing equipment, um, you know, obviously bring a mechanic and also put a little bit of gap in the uh, in the price in the in the price that you pay for the equipment for those just in case moments. So that way, if you purchase a vehicle and all of a sudden it does need to have like you know, let, let's say the the bearings refreshed or it does need to have uh, a differential replaced, you have a little bit of a of a wiggle room to in your budget to actually pay for that without breaking the bank. That's some great advice. Listen, Andre, I know you're on the West Coast and everything, but you definitely need to come through more often, okay? Because every time you come in here, you drop nothing but gems for everybody. Like you just you teach me something every time you come in here. So I greatly appreciate you stopping in and dropping those jewels on everything. Um, I guess segueing into exactly what he is saying in more trucking news this morning. There have actually been at this point seventy two thousand Freightliners years twenty seventeen to twenty twenty Cascadias that are getting recalled due to a lighting defect that could increase the risk of a fire in the truck. So that will begin happening July 12th. If you are, if you have um, a Freightliner Cascadia between the years of 2017 and 2020, like I stated, it's it's there with specific headlights, um, but there's going to be about 72,500 of them recalled call coming up soon so make sure you stay out on the lookout for that henry what year is your truck um i got a 2014 so okay okay but i mean my my truck run kind of smooth i you know i ain't really worried about it i mean yeah but it's not about it running smooth it's about the lights it's not oh yeah yeah yeah. i mean i don't i don't think i I meant to say like i don't think it's gonna blow up it it runs kind of smooth that's why i said yeah (laughs) i don't think it's gonna catch fire like those other uh 17 you was talking about so yeah um i guess another oh um, did you hear about the increase of the 
uh, the government spending with minority businesses. They're increasing it from 10% to 15%. I did not. What? That's, okay, go ahead. Talk about it. What'd you say? No, so like the, you know, the administration is now trying to uh, do more for and the, uh, the black people, I guess you can say. So they will increase like the spending for those of like minority owned businesses from 10% to 15%. So there's going to be more money out there for people who have their certifications. So, um, yeah, you might want to talk to Michelle if you need so, help getting that thing. Yeah, I need to get definitely get that together. That's what you're saying. Yeah, get it together and find you a prime because like, you know, you don't necessarily have to get the contract yourself. You know, just mm-hmm. go shop for them prime companies. And just go under them and then they'll be running your truck because they need you. You know, don't let them go to you with a piece of paper. You sign off and they just give you some money. That's illegal. Just get on there and, and do the work because you get more money doing the work anyway. And yeah. Get, get on. Yeah, I actually met with a gentleman yesterday, Henry, whenever you um, had called me, we were out to lunch and um, his uncle has one of the largest dump truck businesses in the Atlanta area, has contracts with all of the Cab County, all of... Um, Fulton County and he's paying his drivers upwards of $80 an hour. Oh, that's great. That's 60, great. 60 to 70 hours a week. So you could just imagine, and that's just dump trucks. So you could just, and those are owner operators, by the way. So you can imagine how the, the type of contrast that he has to be able to do something like that because he is a minority owned business. That's how he got contract. He's up to 20 in his fleet. And then he has several, I mean, more than that, that are owner operators. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, they do yeah. all the roadways and everything around here. So that stuff is serious. When we talk about those minority-owned and women-owned businesses and even veteran-owned businesses, if anyone has recently received the um, my checklist that I sent out to people, that's included in the... Um, that's the last thing that you do under the professional side of the business. It states you're getting all that stuff set up so that you can get your minority or women or veteran owned business because that's important. No, nah, it's definitely important. And even the other part with the increase of the, the e-commerce, like yep. that, that last mile stuff, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how to, to pivot or prepare for it, but that last mile is, is definitely booming. Even with UPS and FedEx turning down stuff. And it's not because it's just because they don't have the capacity and they can't deal with like all the, the small parcels going from that last mile moment. Yeah. So there's other companies that are coming around and they're trying to, I guess, do it almost like the Amazon Uber freight route so they can get to the, get to the customers that UPS and FedEx are, are turning down. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of movement in that as well. I don't know if you guys remember us talking about that a while ago whenever we were discussing box trucks, but I want to say even before that, it was possibly even in like February, we were discussing how Target and Walmart and all of those companies are moving into the last mile, adding cargo vans, adding box trucks and all of that. So mm-hmm. it's just crazy how it's coming around full circle. Um, another, uh, I guess... And I want to hear what Keisha got to say about this, but another in trucking news I wanted to bring up was there were more than 100 undocumented immigrants discovered inside of a tractor trailer that tried to skip the secondary inspection at the border. According to News 4, the rig was passing through the border checkpoint when it was referred to a secondary inspection by the K-9 team. Instead of moving through, the driver took off and went on a high-speed chase. When they opened the doors of the trailer, there were more than 100 
immigrants in a 53-foot drive-in trailer. I mean, I, I think so that's I'm something. Just, I ain't dispatched that. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I, girl, I'm just trying to imagine how did they fit in there? <laughs> now, they do some crazy stuff. They have people sleeping in, like, the, the fuel tanks. They'll have, like, oh, uh, the false walls and stuff. Like a lot of people in die the as they getting yeah they the people have died as they're trying to get over because they're like you know gotten in these confined spaces and they got to stay in there for a long time so like yeah that's um that's a huge problem especially with people coming over the border but then um you also saw too there's actually an uptick in um you know trailers getting stolen yeah you know along the border 20. as well yep yep it is it's up like it's up I think right now they're pretty much saying that which is crazy but. Only about twenty trailers get stole per month, but I think it's probably a little bit more more than that. Um, hey Bree, what you up to? I didn't even know oh, she was up. Back. Bree, what's popping, y'all? What's popping? What you doing, man? I was up this morning. I set an alarm for the Breakfast Club. Girl, uh, had you had to, what time? You had to drop at six. Yeah, I had to drop at uh, oh, six okay. a.m. So I had to wake up like at five something. And yeah. then after I got out, I'm like, okay, I can go back to sleep for like two hours. You know why you woke up? Because I called Key. I said, I said, Key, get her. <laughs> I'm like, golly, I can't be on time now. Girls, because you was out and about this weekend trying to trying to run after them children. You had too much fun. I was, though. I was. I missed y'all on Monday, but I got to see my baby, so it was great. I got to see my grandmother. Uh, what? <laughs> Well, so, now we can kind of spin the conversation on back. I'm so glad that you're here because we talking teams this morning. So we've had Tracy and her husband come up here. You know, they are a new team, haven't been on the road, you know, but a couple weeks. But they don't went out to California. But, girl, they got a trainer in their truck. So it's three of them in the truck. Um, but she said it's not that bad, actually. But I did want to do this kind of specifically for you because I know you have a lot of experience with this. Um, so tell us a little bit about your experience and what advice you possibly have for anyone who just says, oh, I want to get a team to get more money, but doesn't necessarily know all the other stuff you got to deal with. Okay. Um, well, for me personally, I feel like team is best when it's somebody you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like somebody you became friends with because of trucking. But, you know, your mate, your sibling, your cousin, you know what I'm saying? Your, your, one of your longtime friends, I feel like it's just more easier and better because you don't got to, you kind of already know who they are as a person, so you don't got to adjust too much. Um, it's, to me, you got to be real skilled for a team just because it's like a, it's like, you got to get that sleep. You got to get your sleep in, like. Um, you got to make sure that uh, uh, you you sleeping while they drive. I know for me it was hard trying to adjust to that part. Uh, you know, sleeping while you driving. What, what was hard about it? It was hard because the truck is moving. So while this truck is <laughs> while this truck is moving, I'm trying to go to sleep. And so we, if we in the mountains, we're going downhill. We climb uphill. We could be on flat land. We can go through a thunderstorm, like. I don't know about anybody else, but I know when I was sleeping, sometimes I feel like, like I'm fought, like the truck is <laughs> truck is falling or something. You know what I'm saying? So like, it really, it really take you to get used to it. Um, some people adjust, some people don't. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm a, uh, even just adjusting to the truck because even on the truck is the truck is loud. It's a big engine for you to fall asleep to at night. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's all the adjustment period. Um, but it's it's fun with the team, especially if you're a husband and wife, girlfriend, boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the money is better. You know what I'm saying? You're getting paid better. It's a little bit more respect on your name. Yeah, double threat. You know what I'm saying? You can come in here with no experience. Tracy and them going to be a double threat come six months. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, team is team is where it's at. If you're able to go team uh, with your spouse or something, I think that's definitely the way to go. And to add to Bree's point, my dad used to tell stories uh, about, you know, when he first started off and he was in the team. He would hate the fact that uh, the the his his uh, partner uh, in the truck um, was pretty arrogant, and he would just you know break uh, like crazy, even though it was un- extremely unnecessary. He would have the the jakes on the entire time. I mean, try to fall asleep when your uh, your en- you know engine jake brake turns on. So like you know, it just uh, adapting to somebody else's driving you know definitely takes some time. And that, this was back in like early two thousand. So there was no noise canceling headphones that can help you fall asleep, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> and for me, I want to say for me, like I'm one of those people that I don't know about y'all, but I drive with the Jake brake. Like I, you know, I don't have to be in the mountains just to have that Jake brake on. I love. Oh, it I mean, sounds one, so great. <laughs> I'm about to say one, I love the sound of it, but two, it's just like it's a it's breaking for me. So even if I'm on the highway, I, I don't have to just keep pushing the brakes a million times. I can just let my foot off the gas home and it's already just slowing the truck down for me. You know what I'm saying? So that Jake brake, especially even with downshifting, I don't downshift it without even touching the brakes. You know what I'm saying? Just by letting the truck slow itself down. So, yeah, that Jake brake, that's the thing right there. And Chris, I wanted to hit. I wanted to get at both you and Andre. If y'all tired enough, even like even the Arizona roads don't even be a problem for me to go to sleep. When I've drove, you know, I really pushed it to the limit. I got six, seven hundred miles in on my shift. I go to sleep. No talking, minimal eating. Bye. <laughs> Good night. Lights out. At least for you know five or six hours, and then I might be able to, you know, resurface. You had to bring up Arizona roads, huh? Hey, you know, it's the Louisiana roads for me, though. Like when you hit right when you hit Shreveport, 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 girl. She said Shreveport. Right when you hit Shreveport off of twenty, that's that right there is like impossible to deal with. <laughs> no, but I'm glad that you brought that up. I'm glad that you was able to join us this morning because I did this specifically for you. So glad you was able to make it, sis. <laughs> I want to get down to Shanada. Good morning, Shanada. How are you? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on with you today? Um, I guess I'm just, um, I just want to speak on teams because that's all I have ever done. Okay. I know um, most people have gotten their CDL and their um, had a time where they were solo. I've never been solo. So would you be nervous to go solo or what attracted you, I guess, to team? Um, I will never go solo. Um, 
I team with um, my significant other. So I only got my CDL because I was in the truck with him and I was studying the trucking business because it was something he was doing when we met. And after studying, I was intrigued and I decided to get my CDL. That's that's uh like Key. Key doesn't have no desire to be out here in the truck by herself. She, you know, what I'm saying she uh she if it ain't with me, she she did on it. <laughs> she only got her CDL because of me. So I get that. Yeah, I mean Bree, it's some it's it's something different when you have a drive to support your spouse and to do something together as a team. And it's something you never thought she would get into. Um, I was a hairstylist before I started trucking. So I never thought I would ever um, be a truck driver. But um, a, a few of tips that I can give, especially to um, a married couple or a bo- boyfriend and girlfriend that is a team that's starting out. Um, there are definitely rules, guidelines, tips and tricks to being a team and doing it um, for a long period of time, me and my fiance have been teaming consistently for two years now. So it's not going to be all be um, what I say, rainbows, unicorns, um, gumdrops. It's definitely not. Um, there are times that you all are going to want to just get out of the truck. So my advice to you guys is because you're teaming, and you have that um, that bonus income, that boost of income where both of you are getting paid. You don't have to stop your truck. What I will say is take your downtime, get off the truck and enjoy it because all money is not good money. If you guys get burnt out, we understand the team is valuable because you don't have to stop, but take care of you. Absolutely. That's some great advice. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably one of the best advice uh, to give just based off of when that that truck don't stop. So you just driving back to back to back to back to back, you know, and then it's able it's times you and her, you're able to finesse that 34, especially if one person drives uh, and then y'all have like some downtime and that other person still can drive like you could finesse a 34 out of there. So it's like you don't really get that break like you need to. And then when you see that you running up that bag, right? Like, you don't really want to take no breaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to be perfectly honest. Um, exactly. But no, that's some great advice. Like, you know, make sure you don't get burnt out. And if y'all relationship, make sure you keep your relationship intact. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be hard because when they're driving, you're asleep. And then when you're driving, they're, uh, you know, they're asleep. So it's like, you know, you got to make sure you still know how to balance that in the truck, too. Because it's easy to get, uh, you know, get that off track, especially when... You're driving, and your person is asleep, and dang, all you got to talk to is your friends and family. And, you know, your, your significant other is the one you, you mainly talk to. So you just got to find that balance within there, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, Something, another um word of advice, I don't know um, who you're running freight for, but um, me and my partner got a Planet Fitness um membership because their showers are cleaner than the truck stop. Um, and it's something that you can do together to stay healthy and focus on you guys taking care of yourself while you're on the road. So like Planet Fitness, um, 
I think it's like fifty dollars, uh, twenty five dollars for each person to have a black card. Um, that's something definitely um, that you can do. Just another word of advice. Um, and it's definitely adjustment um, sleeping when the other person is driving. What I will say is noise canceling headphones, um, earplugs, um, Tylenol PM, all those good things. Definitely um, when you're first starting out to just get your sleeping pattern set and set your schedule and stick to what you um, what you're doing. But I'm just um, excited. I could definitely give some advice. I've been off the truck, y'all, since Sunday and I'm going back um, in a couple of days. Just excited to be off and be able to uh, be at the house with my kids. And I just want to say I love what you guys are doing in the room. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. So are you, do y'all do drop and hook or you run, you have a trailer? Um, we, do, we do drop and hook um, every so often. I may get a live unload possibly mm-hmm. maybe once or twice a month. But usually I'm dropping hook and I keep rolling. Yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in and giving those little tidbits of advice. Uh, Bree as well, thank you for coming in and, of course, giving your little tidbits of advice as well. In this climate, um, I guess I'll ask both of you, how much should, should someone be expecting to pay team drivers? Um, honestly, it really depends. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm going to just be straight up. I don't know what uh, um, Miss Jones going to say, but uh, what I will say is I'm expensive. I've always been expensive, uh, and I'm even more expensive with my team. Uh, that's just because I know my worth out here, um, and I know what we can do. I know what I can do as one, but I also know what I can do as two. So uh, as a team, I can't take nothing less than 3500 a week. Uh, so, and I, I pretty much got to be locked in right there. I mean, I wouldn't say expensive because, like, it's not like you don't know what you're doing. Because I know uh, <laughs> oh, that's a Kel- lot. Kel- Kelsey, Kel- <laughs> Kelsey uh, vouch for that. She ain't got to worry about a lot of stuff. You got a good driver in the truck, so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's yeah, I need that 35. I got to be locked in at 35. And that's just me. That's that's what it, that is with a small, uh, that was what you mentioned with a small carrier. Uh, but that's just, uh, I, I'm gonna get paid about four, you know what I'm saying, at a uh, at a big one. But I, I just want thirty five, and I'll be good. So that's my that's my um, that's my take on it. What you yeah, think, Michelle? I'm um I'm actually owner op, so I get percentage. But I I definitely, if I'm gonna have a set salary, I am expensive because my partner has seventeen years of experience. I know I only have two, but hey, we're a team. No, you said that the best. My um, my they they that right there. She just said something that's some game too. Mm-hmm. She's she got two years experience. She just lied to y'all. She got seventeen years of experience. You know what I'm saying? So all they see is really that one person in the truck. After she don't went past that first year, that first year is your struggle year. But after you go past that first year, people don't even see. Uh, if you're a team, they don't see what no. After you pass the first year, they don't see nothing else for real. All they see is, okay, the person you with, they got 17 years. Or the person you with, they got six years. You know what I'm saying? This is my sixth year in the game. So I've pretty much been able to pull my fiance everywhere I go. So that's that's a fact right there. They don't really, they looking at one driver specifically. It, you're exactly right, Bree. I, um, 
I actually didn't really have to pay a lot of dues in the industry. Yeah. Like a lot of um, drivers, when they first get in and you're solo or you're working for a company or you just getting your CDL, you kind of have to like do it. Like most people say, get over that first year hump. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I actually got my CDL in um, because my partner at the time, he had 15 to 16 years at the time. We actually started on or out. So I got my CDL and I got in a, um, in a lease purchase, um, position where we were getting paid percentage and I was out the gate fresh with a CDL. Yeah. And, and that's not a better feeling. You just pretty much start, started off at step like, like five. You feel me? So she went from, got that CDL, went from one to five real quick. Um, so it ain't no, it's, that's the same thing my fiance did. Like, she pretty much was able to have a big old kickstart. I was a little jealous, but at the same time, I was just happy that I had to, uh, I have to, she didn't hinder me. That was the best part about it. So, and I was free. It was free. So I could do, you know what I'm saying? I could, I like the team. I like personally me team. I like being a team as a company driver, just because I have, I can run how I want to run and I don't have no responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? Cause that team is a little harder as an owner op. You know what I'm saying? Because you kind of dogging that truck. But, I mean, you got, the money is there for you to fix the truck. But, you know, I just didn't want that responsibility. I just, me personally, I'd rather us go somewhere and dog, you know, dog walk your truck and make you some money. You're exactly right. Um, yeah. you know, she's exactly right. That's what happens um, if you are an owner out and you're looking at, um, you putting a whole lot of miles on those trucks. That's why for the last two years, all I've done is lease my trucks because I don't really want to buy that truck, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes sense. Like, if I'm, that's why I say I'm content with 3500 a week. But let's just say 4000 If I'm making 4000 a week, that's uh, four times four is 16000 I'm clearing 16000 and... I don't, I'm not paying for fuel or nothing like that. Like that's that's just all profit. Like I don't have a worry in the world. And then you know it's all money in because that's my fiance. So we, our, her money is my money and mine is hers. So without expenses, you know, no overhead. That's like a free conscience. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I lock in. Like I said, I lock in at thirty five hundred, and that's just I don't got nothing to worry about with that. But you do make the money as if I, if we did an owner op, you know, you make the money. But I just have no desire going hard on the truck like that with now, you know my own truck. Now, Bria, I mean, y'all, y'all brought up something that was kind of interesting. You were saying like like the other driver, whoever's the less miles, they kind of going off of the person with the more experience. Would you suggest like somebody just breaking in, like, hey, maybe you should try to run teams so you can get that experience experience up, so then you can like pull out and be a solo driver later and then like your your worth is more um well if you go back like if you separate from that team if like say uh how do you pronounce your name because i don't want to slam it shanada shanada okay say shanada she got her two years i mean two years is good now you know what i'm saying but she's gonna get paid more with a team period but she separate from her husband right now she's gonna get paid about anywhere from 50 55 cents as a company driver, you know what I'm saying? Now, if she's solo dolo, she's just going to get paid her percentage, you know what I'm saying, of however she runs now. But, you know, it, uh, the workload will be a little different. But you still go, you go, you kind of go back to what you was before. 
that you can't take your person's resume with you. So, like, my fiance, she she want to go solo dolo. She taking her two years that she has now, uh, you know, and she's back at two years. But when you a team, you just a double threat. We don't just she her she don't her, she don't just add to her husband. I mean, her husband don't just add to her, but she adds to him as well because he's a he's a threat also. You know what I'm saying? He carried her in the beginning, but now they're carrying each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a you know it's a win win situation. But if you still go back uh, solo drivers, you still gonna get paid the regular amount. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I just want to chime in. Um, just another tidbit, um, Henry. If you're looking at it from a business aspect and you want to get into um, having a trucking business and you don't have your CDL. If you can um, team up with someone that is in a position that already has a contract that can bring you on as a new driver and you don't have to get that um, low company pay at, in the beginning, you're able to make a little bit more money and get your experience. Um, once you get to that one year mark or, or get over the um, six months to one year hump, going on your own as um as starting a business, you will be in a better position than you would just starting out on your own and going to a company to get your studio. Mm-hmm. And I, I recommend you do it that way too. Um, honestly, if you know somebody that's got a truck or anything like that, or your spouse, let them like, I mean, the rules is going to change here uh, pretty soon. I know, I know that for a fact, but if you can go ahead and get your CDO by somebody that's, that you know, that's teaching you, that can take you over the road and give you the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the it ain't no better way to do it. You know what I'm saying? These schools they just teach you to pass the test. They don't teach you how to drive. You know what I'm saying? You don't learn how to drive until you actually out there on that road. I'm pretty sure Tracy can attest to that because yeah, your school taught you how to drive, but they didn't show you they didn't show you how to drive for real. They didn't show you what the what your trainer is showing you right now. You know what I'm saying? The the rules of the road and stuff like that. Yeah, because they didn't take me in the mountains. I was in the mountains, y'all. Yeah, see? Yeah, so they just teach you how to pass the test. I remember they made me parallel park. I never parallel park to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I have, I mean, I have at one or two rest areas that have it, but, you know, they they had me doing stuff that I wouldn't use. You know what I'm saying? They didn't really teach me how to, uh, it was nothing on them tests that pretty much told you what to do if it was raining. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So you got to learn a lot of stuff when you get out here in the field. They didn't teach you about when you go into construction, how to maneuver. They just ask you about left turns and right turns and people being on your suicide side of the truck, stuff like that. They teach you that type of stuff, but, you know, it's a lot, it's a way a lot more to this road than just, you know, you just moving it down the road. You really got to understand and respect the road. You don't respect that road, you're going to lose your life. No, I mean, that that definitely... That, that, that definitely makes sense because I remember we had a driver come on one time and he was asking for help because he was driving in the mountains. And even now I was just thinking like, man, like, you know, he's training out like somewhere flat and don't get that experience in the mountains. You know, I, I can only imagine what it would be like not knowing what to do when you're out there by yourself. It's like, that's good. Oh, yeah. I remember that, Henry, when that gentleman came in and was in like North Carolina or Denver or some, somewhere and was saying yeah. he needed help. Yep. Very, very interesting. That just brings me into how you guys are just talking really briefly about, um, you know, using the additional experience of your teammate and different things like that. That just, um, I was reading yet another article of something going on in transportation. 
And it was just talking about how, you know, obviously us as owners, trucking company owners are like, where the driver's at? What's going on? But like literally they've estimated that it'll take 60,000 drivers to assist in really getting the supply chain back together after everything that happened with the pandemic, which, you know, because now UPS, FedEx, everybody's pretty much overworked. But in order to make everything balance back out, they'll need at least 60,000 drivers. Like, I know one of the articles I was looking at, um, the there's a school out here, uh, and they got empty trucks on their parking lot because nobody's going to school. <laughs> to get their CDL, at least not here. So. Yeah, yeah, the CDL schools is definitely having a problem. But even they were just talking about, and it was like an article I read three days ago. They were saying the pay is not even a factor of drivers not being in the trucks. It's like something else. So I right. thought that was interesting too. They were saying even though that um, they're paying they're paying higher rates for drivers, that they're, they're it's not attracting more drivers into the industry. So I thought that was a, a interesting. Um, read as well so i guess it's just time was tell kind of thing to see <laughs> see what's going to happen yeah i think it was mentioning that there are like several hundred thousand dollars in loads even just in georgia that's being turned down because there's nobody to even make these deliveries so i just i'm just trying to figure out i don't even know what to do Man, honestly, honestly, <laughs> i think the, the biggest thing is just going to be Trucking just has to change. It's just no way in the world like the the new the the newer generation of drivers like uh, like Bree talk about the super truckers that can be out two three four weeks. Like a lot of new drivers are not trying to do that. It yeah. has to be in a way that the drivers can be you know home more or at least on by the weekend and stuff like that. Like the lo- logistics industry got a shift that they can make that work for the driver or they're probably gonna it's, it's going it's going to collapse. So hey, even Brie. as they try to put stuff on the train, it's not going to, you know. What's up? No, I just, going into exactly what Henry just said, I just want to know, as a driver, right, how do smaller companies compete with these larger companies who are looking for 500 drivers at a time? Like, how do we even position ourselves to compete with that? And then on the flip side, there are companies who say that they'll help you find drivers and they're charging $3,600 for a dang on driver. Like, mm-hmm. how do you compete with stuff like that? Okay, so you want the truth or you want to lie? Obviously. <laughs> give them the real, give them the real. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to count to y'all. Like, there's some drivers in here. I'm going to try to pull some up also. But um, they want to be paid, man. Uh, I mean, that's the best. That's the that's like the best of the best. Uh, pay them folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might have to go a little. Uh, you might have to go a little bit. Uh, you might have to pay them a little bit more than what you usually pay. So, you know, I don't know. You got to run your numbers and figure out how you can, you know, twerk it for you. Um, twerk it or tweak it. Tweak it. My bad. <laughs> but you know, figure out how you could tweak it for you and your company. But uh, you got to pay them folks more, you know? I mean, everybody, you can't tell me money don't make y'all happy. I ain't saying it's number one thing, but you can't tell me money don't make you happy. Here we go. I got Shay coming up here. We got Boss up here. Um, But them folks want to be paid. Treat me. You don't got to sit there. I don't like being micromanaged, so you don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, call me. And, and not, there's no shots toward Kelsey. Y'all. Kelsey, my real friend in real life. But, you know, <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to, um, you know, 
call me and, you know, play like you like me to send a third. I mean, it's just business. You feel me? So it's just like, you know, it's all cool and dandy. You know what I'm saying? Check on me. I'm low. I'm rolling. I'm loaded. Da, 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 da. I sent you the paperwork, this, that, uh, and the other. But, you know, you know, I, your driver should be doing a part too, though. You shouldn't be just catering to the driver. The driver should be definitely keeping a, uh, you know, trying to drive this truck like it's their truck as far as taking care of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, they should be communicating when they need to be home, but you should also be asking like you care to make sure like, okay, when you need to be home, I want to make sure you do get your you time. Cause that's important. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you ain't got to say it like that or whatever, but you know, you know, that's the things you need to, you know, be concerned about. Cause if you make me miss a home time and I go home for events. So if I miss a graduation, I miss a wedding, I miss a funeral, I miss court. I don't, I, I, I'm, it's like, a. You had one job. You know how y'all have y'all went to a fast food restaurant and then they mess your order up. You like you got one job. Like that's 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 just how it is. So why is the food cold? You had one job. Right. I got. I just ordered this whole meal. My fries is cold. Like you know what I'm saying. Like y'all got the long line. This fries should be coming out hot. So it's just like you know you you knew this was already up in advance. You know even if you had to get me home a day early, you got to make sure I am home. Like. You know, so like that's big for a driver. You can't don't make them. I'm telling you, drivers hold grudges, and we 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 break up with you quick. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's a big. This is a big turnover rate industry where uh, people has, will. Has it been like that for the past six years? Or is this new? Yes, like, that's no. what I'm trying to figure out. I, I, for me personally, I've walked away from a lot of things, and I I, I told uh, me and Shay we have conversations, and I told Shay before I I give people a two week test try. I know that first check gonna be uh crappy, but that second check gonna tell it all. So I'm gonna know what you about. I know what you what your game is, but I can't sit there and play no month with you because it already took such and such to even uh it took a week to two weeks to even just get started with you. So I can't be sitting here playing no games with you. I gotta keep it going. You know what I'm saying? So uh but I try to get all that up front. You know what I'm saying? I need to know how I'm getting paid up front. Like I can't be taking no like this, this is this is what is this is what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for the money. We are collabing for the money. You want me to work to make you some money, so I got to get paid the right way too. So we doing like let's just be brutally honest. You ain't out here for nothing else but to make the money as a driver. So if that driver's not making that money, that driver's not gonna stay with you. So I just say you know pay a little bit more. You know holidays, they birthday, shit, throw them fifty dollars on their birthday. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, dang, or shit, get them a custom t-shirt made from the company. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love custom t-shirts when they throw me some some gear. you like, okay. You know? So, that's just another trucking shirt I got. That I ain't got to mess up one of my good white tees. You know? So, uh, so, boss, what you think? Shay, what you think? Nah, nah, nah. You've been hitting everything on the head. Real talk. Good morning, everybody. Shit, I just Good morning. Dropped. What's going on? I've been you know, I don't call you boss. I call you Will. <laughs> I've been driving all night long, y'all. I just jumped in here for a second to see what's good. But, nah, Bree, Bree hit everything on the head. It's it's about trust, um, your loyalty to me as a driver. Um, because I'm not even going to lie to you. At the end of the day, you know, I want to get paid. That That's the main goal. At Like, I was talking to Bree the other day. People tired of chasing miles. You know what I mean? Like y'all want to pay fifty five cent a mile. This, this, this. Who, who, who wants to do mileage anymore? 
I want to make the top dollar at the least running miles. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a top driver. I got 20 years in the game. You know what I'm saying? Just like um, Sonata said. She got two, but her husband got, what, you said 16? 17. 17. Man, listen. I got 20, and whoever I'm with, they going to have 20. You feel me? At the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do to make this money. Now, when it comes to the small trucking companies, like with your company, you know, over the big companies trying to get, you know, drivers, it's going to be hard. But it's going to be easy for you, too, because, first of all, you don't get no rookies in your truck. And you can steal a lot of big company drivers by paying them a little more than that company. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, I mean, it's, it's ways out here, though. But how do you know, hey, but how, do you know how much the big companies are paying them? Oh, big companies ain't paying like they companies. Pay nothing, though. That's no. Funny. Now, if you a team now, hold on now. If you a well, team. Yeah. Yeah. You're at a big company. They gonna pay. They gonna pay. And they got the. They got the miles for that team too. So hey, I, them little companies. They got to pay a little. That's why I say I gotta have that thirty five hundred. And you gotta almost pay me like a salary at a little company. Yeah. And I work with that. But, but, but the big companies, they got that. They got the miles. But uh, as a solo, I mean, they they started me off when I my first year. They started me off at twenty five cents. Yep. That's slave money. You hear me? I'm making the same thing. My train. I'm doing the same stuff my trainer doing. And I'm doing more miles than him. I was feeling some type of way out the gates. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but Bree, oh. at the time, right? Uh-huh. With a team with the big companies, right? You're gonna do all them damn miles, but you get, let's say, you, but you're not getting paid at the big companies like you're gonna get paid at the smaller company. You get what I'm saying? Because you know your worth. You know what you're yeah. gonna. But I will <laughs> say. I will say for them smaller companies, sometimes them small companies don't know how to run teams. Mm-hmm. Unless they got it on FedEx, UPS, something like that, they don't really know how to run them teams. I and I, I, I've dealt with that first, like, handily. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had to be like, I love y'all, but y'all can't handle us. You know what I'm saying? And they tried to maneuver. They had me on some easy stuff, and it was making me 2400 a week. But 2400 wasn't enough for me and a team. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was... It was like I was wasting some time, and you know what I'm saying. My that was ten, that's pretty much like ten grand a month when I know I can make six more than that. You know what I'm saying. So it was just like I want to maximize what I can, and you know I still got that good relationship with them people, but you know it's still like you know I got to go out there and do my best. I need my money. You feel me? So uh, another thing I was gonna say with the small carriers uh, is uh, they want to make sure you got to make sure your truck is going. Yeah. Like, your truck need you don't need to be out here. I'm gonna say it just like this. You don't need to be out here nigger rigging nothing. You know what <laughs> I mean, sorry, but let's just be real. You don't need to be out here. You know what I'm saying? Trying to yeah, that's that's trying the to, biggest that's the biggest call right there. The drivers are like, yo, what? How long your truck been down? Like, what, what's up, what's up with the truck? The maintenance on the truck. Them people be calling trying to get on your company because the truck they sitting in is in the repair shop now. Yeah. You know, I'm also I'm also I'm also I'm gonna chime in like this. It's not even about it's you know your, your your it is all about your truck, but it's also all about your living arrangements in that truck. You understand? What I'm saying if you're a team, you got to be in that truck, damn it, every day. Well, you got to be in the truck every day with them, with that one person. So you got to understand, you got to bring things out here that's going to keep you occupied while that driver's driving, and or before you go, you know, you're going to get a lot of rest. But it's it's about 
how soft my bed is. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how I look at, at a whole lot of things. Do I have the amenities like, uh, 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 you know, microwave, a refrigerator? What the fuck? Well, I got what I gotta buy for this truck that I'm driving with you. Yeah, big facts. You I think you should. I think if you come across a team, you definitely should ask the team exactly what they need to run. I think you know, as a driver, you can kind of like, you know, they'll tell you here and there, you know, tell you some stuff. But as a team, you get a team, you better take advantage of that team. You need to not. You need to figure out what's the best, where the best place to put that team. If it's on FedEx, if it's on UPS, if it's on, you know, even if you, you, I know some people, I had somebody that was so cold in dispatching that they was able to dispatch a team. So they were swinging us from one place to another uh, in, in no time. So that was cool too. But uh, you definitely don't, don't, you know, don't choke when it comes to if you get that in your hands because, you know, that's going to make or break you right there. That could be the, you know what I'm saying? That could be the key to, to, to it all for real, for real, to open some doors for you. People talk about making 10K plus a week. Well, you're going to do that in no time with a team. You know what Shit, I'm saying? So, yeah, teams should bring almost bringing in 10 to 14 a week. And that's just, some, that's just you know, that's that's my realistic numbers because that's, that's what I got over here and that's what I've seen. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just that's just that. But that equipment, you got to definitely have that equipment up the park. You know what I'm saying? I don't like one. That's one of the biggest things in my book, too. Not just to pay, but I don't make money if I'm not rolling. You know what I'm saying? So if your truck is not up, you know what I'm saying? I look at, I expect the truck like I'm a mechanic almost because I can't be running on no bald tires if it's raining. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be, you know what I'm saying? Just the littlest thing. I'm trying to make sure your brakes is working. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? If I, I don't care what, how, I can't drive without cruise control. This truck lose cruise, cruise control. We shoot. You definitely got to find you a driver. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm a cruise control baby. As soon as I emerge on That's the highway, funny. I'm right on cruise control. You know what I'm saying? So even you know, I, I don't care about the automatic or the, uh, the the stick. I am a stick person. But if I was local, I want to be in an automatic all day because tra- traffic in Atlanta is too crazy to be sitting on a, on the clutch. So it's just like you know, you just gotta learn the tricks of the land uh, and, and know what's best for you and what you like. And you know, with the care, like I say, with small carriers, your best bet. Is to make sure your truck is good, and it's gonna make sure your driver is good as far as pay. And sometimes you might not get paid, especially if your truck go down a week. You know what I'm saying? But you just gotta kind of figure out the best way you can, and um, just know in this, you know, in this truck industry, it can't rain forever. So mm-hmm. if you can get through them storms, I'm tr- trust me, you're gonna come off, you're gonna come out on top, and you don't learn so much. So it's just like just keep. For the ones that's out there right now, like if you if you feel like you struggling or you hitting a dry point or something like that, just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it, that's how I look at it. It can't storm forever. But Boy, hey, Shay, I what think... you got? Oh, go ahead. Go Shay. ahead, Kelsey. I'm sorry, Kelsey. Yeah, no, I was gonna let Shay speak. No, I was just gonna say I think one thing I done definitely realized since you and I have been collaborating is that you definitely like just how do I want to say this like you just let it be known what the truck industry is right so there'll be a couple times when me and Brita had to run back to the shop to get certain things done whether the truck started throwing codes or something Brita just be like bro this is just a part of trucking and in my head I'd be like dang well if there was anybody else in this truck they probably would have had an attitude they probably would have just been you know just getting on my nerves or something like that but 
But like Brie really has just been like, this is just a part of the trucking. I'm about to get back on this road. I know how to work my ELD. I know what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. We're going to be good to go. And she has definitely like now when it's going to come to me having to possibly interview drivers in the future or whatever it's going to be, even though we straight collaborating from here on out. But whether it be, um, you know, me having to interview drivers, I I knew what I looked, what to look for before. But now I really know what to look for. Like, even to the point where, like, Bree's coming with me to the interview. <laughs> like, so she could be the lie detector test. So, yeah, she definitely, if you got drivers out here that's giving you a super hard time about some little things that's happening, if you haven't had to be in a shop and different things, I mean, it's a give or take, right? Like, Bree tell me I need to come home for this. Okay, cool, I'm going to get you home. And then on the flip side, we had to get something done to the truck. She didn't have no issue with that because we just let her, you know, you know, we she we she was just at the house type thing. So it's definitely a balance. Shay, what you think about this topic? What you think about what it takes to keep a good driver? I know you've been through a couple different Listen. little situations. <laughs> Listen. So y'all know I'm a bougie diva. We already went over this, right? So Will and Bree hit on some topics right there because here recently I've been out for six weeks straight. No home time. Six weeks straight. Could have stayed out longer if I didn't have a graduation to go to. Mm-hmm. But bed uncomfortable, no inverter. So I can't, I can't put a fridge on. I can't put nothing on. And if I put the inverter on, when I leave, I'm taking my inverter with me because I pay for it. That's just yeah. how I am. So for me, with me being out for long periods of time, I'm going to need to be comfortable in my truck. I'm also used to, and you know, you compare the, the smaller fleets to the big companies. They have inverters. That's all it really takes. I'm used to having a fridge and to cook on my truck. Now I'm having to find food every single day. And I don't really like to eat out like that because my body can't take all that eating out. I'm up chuck most of it because I can't do the greasy food. So I'm like, well, what the heck? So I just be like, okay, well, I'll eat tomorrow. I ain't even going to worry about eating today because it ain't nothing here but fried food. So now I'm stretching, trying to figure out, okay, well, where am I going to find something to eat? Yeah, I can bobtail, but, you know, it's, it's a what what situation. I just need to be comfortable in my living space because that is my living space. Mm-hmm. And then most definitely, I also need to be paid. Like, it, without graduations, I think the one that I've been out here, yeah, very consistently on an every week basis. Because if I'm going to be out here, I'm going to be out here. Also, understand that if I tell you that I don't like to drive somewhere, don't leave me stuck in that situation, in that <laughs> spot. I don't, everybody know me, know that I don't drive in anywhere that say new. <laughs> Why am I still in, over here in the new for the past six years? <laughs> That's New York, New Jersey, New England, anything over there. Nothing to say new. I don't like being over there. Then, you know, me personally, I just got back in a manual, what, seven weeks ago now. Yeah. So rotting that clutch? Yeah, my left knee, like, what are you doing to us? And that's just it. <laughs> just keep me comfortable, keep me paid, and keep me moving. And out of places that I don't want to be in. That's it. That's easy. Hey, my friend got out here venting. She's been going to the last two. See, but it's good that y'all saying this, though, because the new, the new people that's coming in, they don't understand, like, you got to be able to get that freight in the places that the drivers like to be at, because if yeah. not, you ain't going to keep a driver, you know? Yeah. Or, and we'll say this. What's and what Shay, ain't, what Shay ain't saying to y'all is Shay went from driving from Swift to having some of the luxury she wants. 
and dealing with their BS, you know what I'm saying, and gave a small carrier a try, uh, you know, she cool with, and um, it's kind of been, it's been a nightmare in a way, you know what I'm saying, so it's just like, I, I push for small carriers, but that, that, that right there makes the small carriers look bad, just how off she was, how she was treated, and, you know, part of me just feel like them, that company just didn't know how to run, uh, it's still trying to learn the trucking industry too, you know, um, so, even just trying to find a, a good lane to put their t- truck to uh, be able to pay a driver and themselves and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, she going to get with the right people, though, and she gonna, we're going to get it right for Shay. You too, already know. You know, we can't be not <laughs> we can't be out here working for six weeks and not getting paid. You know what I mean? Like not being because it's not, you know, averaging the same. Can I and ask something? We end Go this. ahead. Go ahead. So this, this, this is the real, right? I know Shay for you know for a while now, and you, she is a she's a driver. You understand? What I'm saying like I, I'm gonna give her her roses. I'm gonna give Bree her roses because I know them personally. You know what I'm saying? They're drivers, just like Kelsey say. Bree don't complain about shit. I, I I'm a complainer, <laughs> but I own my own shit. So at the end of the day. A lot of, yeah, a, a lot, I was just talking to Bree the other day. We don't talk about the shit that we go through out here as driver drivers. And, and then we don't talk about how we could be rent a lot better. You know what I'm saying? That, exactly. that, that's being the real. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I love this comp, this, this, I love this club because we can, we, we able to talk the real shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what these new drivers need to be real. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, like, don't hit me with what your numbers is. Hit me what my numbers gonna be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's let Miss Tiffany get the opportunity to speak real quick before we go ahead and close it out. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing this morning? Um, I just had a quick question for I think it, who was that talking Shay? Yes. Go okay. Ahead. So you did. Um, did you do team or just over the road with Swift? Uh, I have done everything with Swift. I started out uh, technically teams, even though it took my, my my teammate a month to finish after me. So I went solo until he was done. Then I went teams and then I went solo and then I went teams and then I went solo and then I started training. I trained people straight out of the academy, got on my truck. They ran a 200 hours and I did that for two years, the training part. And then I went back solo for about a month and then I left. Okay, so was Swift a good company to team with? Like, I, I had talked to you guys a couple of weeks ago, Bree, about, you know, I was having issues with my backing because I was upgrading at CR England. But um, I got through that, and I'm still at a standstill now. So I'm from Atlanta, and so I'm thinking of switching to Swift just because their terminal is here because yeah, my terminal can. is based out of North Carolina. And hey, what's your though, experience? I just started. I just got my CDL. I just upgraded and then I just upgraded, and then I'm sitting at home now because they don't have a truck for me. Uh, so, so now to answer your question, as far as Swift, I mean, yeah, as a team, I would get on a dedicated account. There's a numerous of dedicated accounts right out of here. There's Costco, there's Target, there's Dick Sporting Goods, and that's just the ones I can come off the top of my head. But there's also a lot okay. of other small stuff. Um, and yes, you're right. There's the South Decatur Yard. Um, as far as them, I don't really. Personally, I don't like them. 
Um, but I think it's just because I was spoiled out of out of the Lancaster, Texas one. But that's just me personally. Okay. But as far as I mean, they get their job done when they want to. That's just it for me. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who went through them. I think she was initially on the Costco account for a while. Yeah, Costco's pretty she's good. Out of, she's at Penske now. Um, and it's just, I guess because I'm sitting at home now, I've been at home for a week waiting on a truck. Then they tried to put me on another account just to bobtail to Utah just to have me something to do. But then that truck had to go to the shop. So it's like, okay, I'm sitting at home and I, I'm at a standstill. And I'm like, okay, maybe I need to go to another company, switch the team so I can jump on something real quick. Cause I'm sitting at home. I'm about to go back to my other job. You might need to go team. Go ahead and hit me in my inbox. Okay, I will, Bree. I'm serious yeah. because a team been in my head since I got my license. And it's just like people been talking me out of going to team. But I'm like, I really wanted to go team. Nah, ain't nothing wrong with team. Uh, but I want to I wanna start like a pool of thing with drivers uh, where us drivers come together and, you know, find good opportunities that affect them. You know what I'm saying? So definitely oh. hit me up. And, um, okay, I know, will. We're going to get thank that you. experience up too. Okay, thank you. Tyrese, I think you're trying to say something. Yeah, uh, if you want to do teams, uh, Covenant specialize in teams. They based out of uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is not that far from Atlanta. So uh, look into that. You said Covenant? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Yeah, they had a crazy sign-on bonus. They had like a thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 sign-on bonus for teams. Um, so definitely look into that. Yeah, but be prepared to go straight to California to get your truck. My 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 cousin just came from there, so good luck with that one. Tyrese hey, and Tracy uh, just came from California. I, I'm about to say too. I heard good things about Covenant. I almost went to them. Uh, you know, I don't know why I didn't do it. I kind of had just Kofi going back to a bigger company, but I heard nothing but good things. I know I know a team over there too. You good where you at? Just kidding. Oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I'm about to quit this motherfucker and, and this on op shit, and I, I need to find a team, so I'm thinking about it myself. I, I don't told you to come on over to Death Row. You, you, you already know if just stop, by coming stop that in, talking, come, man. Okay, okay. We're not gonna do the brother sister banter this morning. Uh, but yeah, we went a little bit over. I think we had a great conversation, everything about teams. Shout out to Bree coming in here, turning us back up, giving us the real deal on the teams. Um, yeah it's wednesday everybody got some work to do i know i have a lot of work to do um but this has been a great discussion henry is there anything you or desi or lakeisha or brie would like to leave us with today now i'd say like great conversation we probably do definitely i like the idea of just having a room where the, where the drivers are talking because i think that will help a lot of people who are trying to be investors or people who have trucks like just getting all that knowledge like use everything you heard today and know that how you structure your business so you can keep a driver, even hire a driver. I think that's great information. Two, definitely hit up the truckandbreakfastclub.com. You know, definitely sign up to the directory because when we find opportunities outside of the clubhouse group, we look in that directory to find people to pull in for those opportunities. And other than that, hey, just just get the work. I know I got to go to the IRP office today, but hey, yeah, get some work done. Enjoy your day. Yeah, go get that taken care of. Desi, what you got? Um, real quick, down and dirty. Yeah, teams. Speaking of opportunity, Covenant does do um, teams for own operators. Um, definitely during the holiday seasons, I made some money with them. I had almost forgot them. But um, 
other thing, we've got the CDL school Zoom tomorrow. I know Jay Rich will be with me on that one. So we making it's just a working group telling you how to. So if somebody's interested, we're gonna close it out in a few. It's probably the last week we'll take anybody new um, adding in. We um we making some headway in that so that um everybody can put themselves on and you know get their own school, um, produce their own pipeline for um drivers. So good opportunity. Um, I will be um, providing information. Inbox me if you're interested. Y'all be safe, be well, and be gone. Keisha, what you got? Bree, what you got? Hey, I know I was late you know, to the discussion, but I made it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a great discussion. I do enjoy talking to y'all. Y'all like the, one of my best parts of the week. Um, and especially we talking about teams. You know, you got your ups and downs, but teams are great. Um, and I don't know. I just see y'all on, you know, Friday. We're going to turn up. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday. We're going to turn up this weekend. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for coming in and joining us this morning. Great, great, great discussion. If anybody needs me, you know where to find me. I have a lot of work to get done, like right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this was great. I look forward to speaking to everybody on Friday. And, yeah, everybody have a great Wednesday.